This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Joe Hausman. She's the author of Go For It, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance. It's wonderful to have you with us. Thank you, Taryn. It's great to be here. So first off, I love the title, all in caps, exclamation point, mm-hmm. go for it. There's a lot right. of gusto. So <laughs> I just get you into the mood and into That's the groove right. and you're excited to get into it. The first thing I noticed, though, you say a woman's guide to perseverance. This could have just been a guide to perseverance. I was mm-hmm. curious, why put the word woman in there? Well, when I decided to do the book, I was talking to my publisher and he said, you know, this is about your story because when I was first going to do it, it was about my late husband and all the struggles we had to go through with his terminal illness and with him being a veteran. As I told him more about what I went through in my life, he goes, I think you really need to write a story about that. And you really need to gear it toward women. So is the audience for this book predominantly women? It's predominantly women, but I will tell you the first few people that wrote, uh, read it were men uh-huh. and they loved it. And they and could relate. They can relate. Right. Yes. Because yes. I think perseverance is all encompassing. Oh, it is. So we, we all experience it. And as I, as I got into the book, I was thinking to myself, would I describe this as a business book with a personal twist or more of a personal memoir with a business twist? And I said, let me ask Joe. Let's see what she well, says. Well, you know, I would say it's probably the personal memoir with the business twist because it's both. It's personal and how I went through my life and also started my businesses. So, yeah, I would do personal memoir with the business twist. Okay, so yeah. tell everybody a little bit about your background because... This, this book is written from such a personal standpoint, which was a very difficult process, I would imagine. It was. It was probably one of the hardest things, mm-hmm. you know, I've ever done. I had written uh, journals, but my, I lost my dad when I was 11. And I thought I had healed from all that, and I thought life would went on and everything else. And after my husband died, I had somebody say, you know, I think you really just need to start writing things down more mm-hmm. and just really start describing your life. Because then I became a single mom when I was in my early 20s, wow. and I was a single mom for years until I met my wonderful late husband. And then we married and I thought life was good. You know, we're going to go on and life was good. Well, unfortunately then he passed away in 2010. So sorry. And thank you. And and then I was like, well, now what do I do? And the same thing, what happened is my son graduated in May. Well, then he had major surgery in June. My husband died in July and then Cody went off to college in August. Right. So then I'm, I'm working at home. I have my own business. It's going great. And then all of a sudden I find myself alone and I'm like, well, now what do I do? You know what? Where, where's the next steps? And so it's really talking about finding yourself and finding your inner energy to go on with life. But I was already upset at knowing I was going to be an empty nester. And then to know that now I didn't have my husband also to go on with that journey. So it really is that that's the book. And then how I have accomplished things since his passing, how, what we want to accomplish together, I've been able to do by myself 
And what made you want to put it on paper? That's a tough question because uh, I journaled for so long and people said, you know, you really have a story here. You have something that people need to read. So I just started journaling. I really did. And then I was introduced to this publisher and it felt right. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And here's the book. Okay, here it is. So I'd like to get into some of the nuggets of perseverance you can mm-hmm. share with us without giving it all away. But there were a couple things that were just really powerful as, as I got through the book, Joe. The first is your son, Cody, writes the forward. Mm-hmm. And it's just so, it's emotional, it's powerful, it's raw. It mm-hmm. I was curious, did you ask him to do that? Did he offer it? How did that, how did that come about? Yeah, so I had asked him. I actually had him started writing some of the chapters in the book with me. But a lot of that, he was so young mm-hmm. when all that was going on that he really wasn't able to give a good insight into it. So we decided to have him write the foreword. Mm-hmm. And then he just, he just bammed it out. He was wonderful. Yeah. And that just worked. It does. Because I was like, I don't really want to write the forward. I wasn't sure. So I said, and he just, yeah, yeah, he blew it out of the ballpark. What was your reaction when you read it? I was in tears. Yeah. Yeah. Because no, it's imagine. always different getting a kid's perspective. Sure. And he's a young man now, but I mean, at that point he was a kid, you know, and it's just getting their perspective on life right? and just how everything, how his mind viewed it. Right. Seeing mm-hmm. it through his eyes. One of the things that struck me as I read it is he said, the one thing about my mom is that through it all, through all of the, the clouds, she, through the storm, mm-hmm. she never lost control. Mm-hmm. And that, that was sort of the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. What do you attribute that to? You know, people ask me that all the time and it's just really my own inner core. And I guess I've had it since I was little. One of the chapters, like chapter two is my mom always told me I could do it my own self. As I used to say that when I was like two, well, it doesn't every kid, you know, but do it my own self, yeah, mm-hmm. I do it my own self. Right. And she said, you just kept saying it over and over again. And honestly, he probably didn't see me scream and cry as much as I did. Cause I would go out and I would do it. You know, I'd go drive around and I would just get right. mad and then I'd come back, compose myself and go on with life. So is that something that you feel you can teach? Is that, is that one of the nuggets of perseverance, mm-hmm. keeping control, maintaining control? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it something and that different. has to be inherent or you can learn it? Yeah, you, know, you can learn it. You know, it's different ways that you can channel your emotions and channel um, how you're going to react to different things. Okay. And one thing my late husband was really good about, he taught me positivity because he had, he had grown up in a, um, alcoholic childhood, you know, his mom was, and he woke up every day and said, today's going to be a positive day. Today's going to be a positive, awesome day. I'm like, what are you you kidding me? And he goes, no, really in every day. So I learned that from him, even though I was always happy go lucky, but I really learned that from him. And I still say that to this day. Gotcha. So tell us just to take a step back. Tell us a little bit about your professional background. Was it the adversity that sort of triggered your interest in entrepreneurship? Tell everybody a little bit about your path. Uh, You know, when my son was little and I was a single mom and I worked for a company, they let me work from home Mm -hmm. and it was a trial process and I loved it because I wanted to be able to be at home with him. But being single at the time, I couldn't afford to do that. Not a lot of companies were doing that. It was just very much trial basis. So from there, I'm like, you know what? I could do this. I could start my own work at home thing, you know, but I really needed more tenacity to do it. And when I met my husband, then I thought I can do this, you know, so we worked as a team to do it together. Mm -hmm. And then even when I started one of my um, home businesses that lasted 10 years, that's what I was doing when he passed. It was really about having that support, but also about that tenacity to go out and make it happen. Cause I knew I had to make income. I mean, that was just, you know, we had figured out how much income I had to make and I still kept my full-time job while I worked my business part-time at night. And then I was able after nine months, go full-time with it. So looking back as you're writing this, I always like to know, Joe, 
What do you know now that you wish you knew then? You know, if you could huh. go back to your younger self, everything you've been through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would probably say just keep going. Don't give up. When I became a single mom, I, I just knew that I had to keep going for my son. You know, that was just it. And now that he's grown, I thought, okay, now what do I do? And he's grown. And now I had to keep going for myself because you just have to find that inner peace. And sometimes as women, we always want to try to help everybody else. But in reality, we need to help ourselves and we need to find that inner core within ourselves Mm -hmm. to keep going. C-Suite Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So let's kind of get into it, your definition of perseverance. What are some of the things and the guidelines that, that you want women and men to take away if they're, if they're facing adversity and they're having mm-hmm. a tough time the way you were? You know, really, I would just wake up every day and just say, you know what, I'm going to make it through today. And sometimes... I would say make it through the day. If you can't make it through the day, you make an hour a day or make a minute at a time. And then you just celebrate the small victories. I remember one time I, I just had to try to get through a half hour or whatever. And I went and cleaned my bathroom, for goodness sakes. Uh-huh. And I was so excited about it. A friend of mine had called me and I said, I just cleaned my bathroom. And I was all excited. But that was really how I had to get through the really, really hard times. Mm-hmm. Just keep myself busy and start keep you know, trying to keep positive about things. And really it's just whatever is going to make them happy. Okay. You know, cause if you do think that, and if you're around people that are negative, you're going to be negative, you know, try, I always tried to stay around people that were more positive that would try to lift me up instead of always bringing me down. I'd go have coffee with people just to get out of my house mm-hmm. and just to have that time with them. Did you have any relationships you had to break because maybe mm-hmm. they were more like family and yep. You realize yeah. this is not healthy for me. Yeah, what yeah. Was there was people. Like? That was people that after my husband died, kind of walked away. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, they're not true friends. And then you also grieve that as well. You're grieving the loss, plus also you're grieving the loss of friendship. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard for me because I thought that person or those people actually would be there for me. But the nice thing is, then you start surrounding yourself with people who you know are going to be good for you. And once you remove the negative, the positive will come into your life. Right. I imagine that's a difficult thing just because, you know, you, you've lost your personal relationships mm-hmm. in different capacities, your husband, your friends, and exactly. you're sort of starting over. Um, you talk in the book of something called My Why, which, which I, I like the sound mm-hmm. of that. So tell everybody, what is my why and what's your why? <laughs> well, my why is I really want to be able to help people who are going through the same experience I did. And really, again, the book was really supposed to be focused around, you know, losing my husband, husband with his terminal illness. But in all reality, I go out and I speak about perseverance. And I really speak to people that you really have to go out there and again, remove yourself from the negative. But people love drama. I don't like drama. 
I, I walk away from drama and I will do whatever I have to I to always walk say, away. save the drama for your mama. Exactly. Oh, that's a good saying. <laughs> that's my motto. <laughs> and it drives me crazy. So if people, if I notice right away, they're going to be drama, I walk away from them. That's great. Yeah. And, and then people go, well, why aren't you with them? I said, there's drama and I'm not dealing with it. Yeah. Which is right. I feel like drama is more... We're in the minority. I feel like yeah, you said most people exactly. like, I don't know why it is. It's just I don't either, but it drives makes, me crazy. Yeah, it makes them feel better about themselves. Exactly. I guess. And I think if you're putting other people down, it's really a negative reflection on you. Right. And it's really a negative reflection on what you don't like about yourself. You talked, Joe, about communication and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So what what was your advice? In, in that capacity. The publisher said, you have to put this out on social media. I said, there's no way. Right. I do not want anybody knowing I wrote this book. And they're like, well, you have to, this is how we do this, you know? And so I paced my floor for two hours because I didn't share, you know, a lot of the stuff that happened in there. I right. mean, my per- close personal friends knew and my family knew, but not everybody knew. And so that was really hard for me, but yet it was the best healing I'd ever had. Right. Knowing I'd written it and then it got it out there. And it's now it's a it's an inner peace that now that I can go out and share that because so many people have come up to me afterwards and have talked to me about their personal experiences and how they're thanking me for writing the books is now that's how they've went through life. You know, what's that like for you hearing other people's experiences? I wouldn't say it's rewarding, but I'm glad they feel comfortable. Come and talk to me Mm -hmm. because I want to be able to help them. Right. And I want to be able to get them through the hard times. And most people don't come to me for counseling. They come to me for maybe just a little bit of guidance, maybe a little tidbits of information. And I always tell everybody, you're stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So you can do this and you can move forward through it. What do you say to someone who's just saying, Joe, I'm just not as strong as you? You know, they say I just, that a lot. <laughs> you know, what do you, how do you come about it? What do you, what do you say? Just say, and then I just tell them, I said, what makes you feel happy? What makes you feel good about yourself? Mm-hmm. Then do that. If it's your kids, if it's your family, if it's your friends, if it's bowling, whatever it is. All that said, Joe, what have you learned from this process, from writing the book, maybe from others that have shared their story with you? You know, writing the book has really opened up my life in a totally different direction I never thought possible. My life has taken a 360-degree turn since I wrote the book a year and a half ago, and it's really been a blessing. And it's been a blessing for me to be able to go out and give support to others, but also I've been able to go start other ventures, and I've really been able to go help people in other ways. My world has just opened up so much from writing a book. It's incredible. It's really, it's such a powerful story. And I said from the get go, it's so personal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you really feel it deep down. So bravo. Yeah. Cause it's not an easy. Right. It was, it feat. was hard. Yeah. It was hard to do. And yeah. my son was the only one who knew I was writing it. So thankfully I didn't have a lot of people going, when is that going to be done? You know? So right. I think no good pressure, but it that's was, good advice. I think if you yeah. are going to write a book, don't tell they anyone don't tell because anybody. you don't need people checking in every second. Oh my gosh. You know? it's, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's coming from a nice place, but sometimes you just want to check out and yeah. say, you know, yep. and I do my thing and I'm, you know, doing some other things too. And I'm like, I just don't tell anybody. Right. I just keep it quiet until it's done. That's great. Well, congratulations again. Thank um, you. It's really well done. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. And if you'd like more information on the book, just go to our website. It's csweetbookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-sweetradio.com.